You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazin' Bob. Hey, hey, hey. It's been another big week in Overwatch and a lot to talk about. Yes, absolutely. This is episode number 97. We are recording on February 27th for release on February 28th. Uh, like Bob said, a couple things to talk about. We got some new patch notes to drop today. Uh, that's not unexpected because season nine is right around the corner. Also, there Hero Twenty Seven. Lots of teasers going on with that, so we're going to discuss that. And we're also going to talk about Symmetra a little bit because uh, Jeff Kaplan said that her changes will not be small. She's going to have big changes. They're on the back burner, but they're still going to be big changes. So we can expect a Symmetra rework. We're going to get into all that, but before we do, I would like to welcome anyone who is listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking out Watchpoint Radio. We do talk about Overwatch news and competitive and some esports, but the primary focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk about those topics, it focuses around you know the community state of the game. If you enjoy the show... Please uh, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpointradio. And also, we'd love to have you on our Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. Get more people in all the time. You know, and we, and we love to, uh, you know, love to talk to you about Overwatch. So definitely check that out. Also, would like to thank anyone who is returning for, you know, again, whether it's your first time returning or your 97th time or 96th time Returning to the show, thank you very much for, you know, uh, you know, just sticking with us, and this is why we do this every week because you know, uh, you guys like it, and you know, we we like talking to you guys. So thank you very much. Uh, no new subscribers on Twitch this week, but we did get a new patron. Thank you very much, Geose, for becoming a patron. Really, really appreciate that. I am sorry that I could not get you into gold this season, but we're gonna try to get you there next season for sure. I think you, I think you're ready. So. Uh, we'll go ahead and, and try to do it. But thank you very much, Geose, for becoming a patron. We really, really appreciate your support. Also, no community support this week. Uh, not community support, sorry. No community feedback this week. I forgot to mention, if you would like to become a patron, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash watchpointradio. Uh, we appreciate any support given. You're thank you very much. new to the asking for money thing, aren't you? <laughs> absolutely absolutely and i'm i'm actually i gotta apologize to the patrons because sometimes i actually forget to post the episode to the actual patron a patreon and that's how you actually get the money like i have to put it on and check a box and stuff like that and i forget to put it on so sorry about that guys um but mo- i'm pretty sure everybody who listen who's a, who'll be a patron anyway gets the show through like itunes or google play music any of those other platforms so bob how has your week in Overwatch been? 
It's been it's been exciting. It's been a lot of Overwatch League, and it's been a lot of playing Tracer on my Silver account. That was the account that I decided to just play what the team needed, just to you know see if solo queue I could like you know move it up into higher gold instead of instead it fell down into the seventeen hundreds, and so I decided at that level I feel that I'm not hurting my team by practicing Tracer. So. Praxing Tracer, and it's pretty fun, man. Like, she's pretty mean, and you can do quite a few things. It opens up a lot of doors. People down there have no idea what I'm doing because they're like, get off Tracer. And I'm like, I don't even want to explain to them that I've got 12 kills, which is gold. The person I'm playing with has got eight, which is silver, and I've got 10 killing blows. You know, like, it's just you can't really explain to them. But it's been fun practicing that, and then... Uh, played didn't, didn't really play much on my main. I was kind of letting it. I was kind of letting it go for the end of the season, uh, just so I didn't have to play in that that last week. Did play a little bit with uh, with the dude abides, um, but yeah, just a lot of Overwatch League and a little bit of playing. Uh, I've been doing a lot of playing, just not on my main. Like every season, I say I'm not even going to say it for season nine. Every season for the past like three, four seasons, I'm like, okay, this is the season where I'm actually going to play my main and get my main into diamond. And it just doesn't happen. Honestly, like I think I play after placements, I may have played three games on my main account, and so it's like somewhere in the twenty seven hundreds or something like that. And the problem with that is you get out of practice of how you should play with your main. Because I play with my main quite a bit this season, but only got myself back up to like 2,800 was the highest that I got. So, you know, like you have to put in quite a few hours at that level so that you're used to the strategies and things that work there. Right. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, I, I have been spending, I spent a lot of time the past two seasons working with other people to, move them up and i was successfully able to do that with several with several people right so that's nice but in terms of my, in terms of my main account i uh i just have not been playing it and it's still just sitting in platinum and i think i'm okay with that right i think what i've realized over the last few weeks is that my main reason for wanting to have a high sr isn't because i really want a high sr I just want good games. I want to be able to play good games against good people. That's what I'm really looking for. Uh, and obviously, the higher SR you get, the better it is, which is why it's so frustrating to like solo queue in gold, for example. Um, but if I can have a good time playing in lower tiers with friends of mine or with people that I like, it accomplishes the same goal for me. So it's, it's, it's okay. Uh, you know, even when I play in lower tiers, I when I'm frustrated, I'm not frustrated because my SR is dropping. I can't even tell you what Big Chocolate and Church of Jot ended at. You know, <laughs> like, I can't even tell you yeah. what SR they have. Um, I can't tell you what my solo count ended with. I ended up playing it with other people a little bit too at the end. I think it's 2700. Yeah, it's just like I, I can't even tell you what they are. I get upset because I'm trying to help the other person who wants to move up, move up. But in terms of my main account, 
Yeah, like if I if I'm gonna be like you know, it'll be nice to like to be you know a higher SR to be like you know diamond or anything like that, uh, you know, because I, I did scra- I was scraping diamond before when I was actually playing my main. I was I was scraping diamond, but I never like, I never got up there. Um, but now it's it's really bad. Like I have two friends, two of my old Counter Strike buddies uh, that I used to play with, you know, a team with a long time ago. Like you know. We stopped playing together, I think, and yeah, like eight years ago at this point. And you know, now they're both playing Overwatch. They're very good uh, mechanically. They just need to learn the game. And then you know, people like Geo say and Hippo and the dudes of dude abides. You know, all cool people to play with. So it's nice being able to uh, you know. To, to be able to play with people that you like to play with and it's okay so i'm not too worried about my sr the only thing i wish the only, only other reason i wish i had a higher sr is so that when i say something like you know it has a bit more like uh push behind it you know you, when sometimes you say certain things and they're like we well, are just a platinum it's like yeah but i still want to play the fucking game yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i know? think like i think my game sense is in the diamond masters area and my like un, my understanding of the game I think my mechanics are probably in the gold area. The only reason I'd sit around plat is because I just understand the game really well. It's not because I'm hitting shots constantly, you know, and when I'm playing characters like Hanzo, I'm hitting the proper chokes. When I'm playing, you know, people like Junkrat, I'm hitting the right chokes. You know, it's not that I'm doing those split second uh, reaction time. So I think I'm fine with being in platinum. And I think if I work really hard, I can push into diamond, but is it really worth it? Or is it more fun to play with friends and, you know, not have like the games start getting really stressful in, in, in diamond, at least for me, it just gets faster. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, the only other issue I have with playing with lower tiers, and this is actually not just, well, yeah, it's more so in lower tiers, right? It's like in gold and below. But a huge problem we dealt with last week, which is one of the, this is proving my point, that like this, the first and the last week are the worst weeks to play comp, if you really care about SR, right? Yeah, uh, we had people pro- that were doing their placements. Oh, uh, yeah, lots of people doing their placements. One, there are people who just want the competitive points and really don't care how they play but another huge problem we came up with rank droppers people who were purposefully dropping rank like they like and basically they weren't throwing games but they would purposefully pick a character they were bad at and try their hardest you know so that they weren't breaking the blizzard rules and then they you know that was yeah. it well you but can that, see that when you look at their profiles you'll see that they have a throw character that they played a ton of games with that has like a 30% win rate or 20% win rate, but they've played 60 games with them this season. Then they've played Genji uh, and they've got a 80% win rate. You know, like those are boosters. Yeah. So, well, no, we had one the other day. It was a girl or woman, I should say. I think it was a woman. I don't think it was a small child. I think it was a woman. And she, you know, her main was Mercy. We could tell that's what she played. She played Mercy. And she was playing McCree instead. And one of the guys in our group asked her to play Mercy instead. She's like, oh, fine. I was, you know, I'm playing, I'm trying to drop my rank down. I'm trying to get to a lower SR, but I'll play Mercy, you know. 
And so she like she was just trying to drop her rank down. Was it to just, play with a friend? So she could have easier know. games. That's weird. Maybe I don't know. But the the games between I don't I just don't get it right. Like unless you're like in diamond, dropping down into silver, like that seems like a lot. You know, like the that, that seems like a that was like a lot because the 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 skill difference between gold and silver isn't that much. The skill difference between gold and platinum isn't that much, you know? And it's not like the games just become easier. They just become more frustrating. Like, I get frustrated when I play in silver. I get frustrated when I play in gold because it's like, dude, like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Well, you just have to go into it with with the attitude that you're not going to get upset with it. And you could either try and educate them or you could just be silent and just do your job. You know, when I do that, I win a lot. So I had I was playing on Church of Ja, uh, I think last week. Then I was playing by myself, and I did, wasn't even on comms. Like I literally did not even have. I wasn't even in team chat, and I was actually I was listening to a podcast edit while playing the game. Yeah, that, with my volume with my volume kind of turned down. You know, I won five games in a <laughs> row. <laughs> I'm just like, how is this possible? I'm not throwing or anything like that, but I wasn't ta- I wasn't really working with the team that great. I was playing Zenyatta, so it was like I, I, I threw the balls out as I saw them. Like that, that's what I was doing. I was playing Zenyatta, so yeah, like that was that was interesting. But yeah, like these throwers, like not throwers, like I think rank dropping should be treated this exact same as um, throwing. To be honest with you. Even if you are playing your best on a character you suck at, you know, with the intention of dropping rank, I'm sorry. Like, that's still not competitive, and it should be treated like throwing. Well, see, that's why I was never comfortable with playing Tracer, because even in, like, middle gold, I didn't know if I could actually do it, and I didn't want to subject other people to that. But in silver, I thought I'd try it, and then when I was the only one on fire the entire game, I was like, okay. Well, I think I found my sweet spot to start learning Tracer. And if I just play Tracer, then I'll either rise or or fall. But I will say my wins, my win rate isn't the best yet, but my wins have been getting 40-some SR per and been losing about 12. So I think my MMR is still jacked, like jacked yeah. way up. Is that, on your new, is that on Watchpoint, your new account? No, no, that's on uh, uh, Fun Bobby. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, the dude to buy it, he lost 68 SR in That's one game. what he was game. saying. That seems crazy. That is nuts. That There's no way. There's no way. I mean, I was in that game with him. He did not perform poorly. <laughs> like, I was in that game. You know, that was crazy. At that I same still can't game, figure out what is poor and what's not half the time because the medals don't even really matter, you know, because, like, it's who it's your performance of everybody at that level. So... I don't even know what the performance is of everybody at that level. Like the gold That's doesn't true. tell me anything. It just means I'm better than the person across from me. That is true. But at the same time, like I think that same exact game, I lost like 15 SR. I'm like, how can there be just such a disparity there? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I have, I have no idea what it, what it takes in. It's just so weird and bizarre to me. I think, it might have hurt him that he did his placement games with people in lower SRs. He probably should have done them with people in plat. That's what I think probably. But because when I did my placements with people in lower SR on, on Fun Bobby when he was first uh, Shimada Bob, he placed really low too, but always was 
hitting shots and like I did really well in those placements stat wise, but we're still placing know. with golds and stuff. I think it awards different points for lower cues. When I when I first placed Big Chocolate, it was either Big Chocolate or Church of John. I can't remember which one it was, but I played with silvers. I played with silvers, hoping to place in silver, and they put me in platinum. So it's like, well, like what is it? <laughs> like, is it? Yeah, is it okay, like, you I have know, no idea. Like, I've only it's, placed it's really three accounts, so it's hard to tell. And the first one was season one, so right, can't really take too much of that. Yeah, you know, the, the rank dropping situation, which like I say is, is a happens a lot at the at the end of the season, and it also happens at the beginning of the season because people place. Oh, I don't want to be this SR. I want to be lower, so I can play with this person, and they start throwing games or they start you know doing the rank dropping, which they're playing their poor characters because they want to play their friends like that really can be resolved if like well it's not an easy fix don't get me wrong but it's that what we're talking about like they need to come up with a competitive system that you can queue with friends no matter the sr you know have like a group sr together or they need to make they place you with or they need to make quick play fun enough to not have to deal with that they need to add i think they should put competitive points into quick play i think so too stop stop calling them cp time yeah stop stop calling them cp and just call them something else. And that's how you get golden guns. Because when I see somebody with golden guns, it doesn't wow me at their competitive status. It really doesn't. Tells me so, nothing about them. Exactly. So I think that's what needs to happen, and it will be helpful. But, uh, okay, well, that being the case, let's move into our top story. Top story. All right, so let's talk about Hero 27. More than likely going to be Brigitte. That's what, that's what we're saying now. I was hoping it wasn't. Honestly, I was hoping it was not going to be Brigitte. Um, simply because I'm like, that. that's just the... Like, I, I probably sound more upset than I actually am. I'm not that upset about it, right? <laughs> but the reason I, don't, I didn't want to be Brigitte is like, okay, so every time they introduce a new character in Overwatch, can we expect it to become an actual Overwatch character? Like, we can't just have characters stay in the background or stay in the lore uh, of Overwatch. Like, you know, and this actually Rashid goes into what... will make up her own mind. <laughs> <laughs> this goes into what we were talking about last week uh, when, when we had Grayson on the show and we were saying that it's like Blizzard doesn't know what they want to do yet, especially with the characters. Doomfist wasn't going to be a character. People just wanted him, so they're like, okay, fine, we'll make him a character. Uh, I don't know if Brigitte was planned to actually be a character or not. We know that a Sombra in her current form wasn't the way it was intended to be. You know? well, it's possible they have these characters, but they don't have a storyline and a theme. It's possible that they had Brigitte done as a different character. It could have even been a male character, but they can soft patch, you know, whatever they want on there. And then, you know, they get a lot of people loving the Reinhardt cinematic. And so they're like, well, people already like her. Why not? I want to know where, where, uh, what's his name? Hanson. No, uh, uh, Hanson, the, the monkey that's, that, that we never oh, found. Uh, yeah. Never... Uh, Ham, uh, Hammond. Hammond. Yeah. Where's Hammond? Yeah. Like, that would be interesting. 
to have a, a second gorilla in in the mix. Do you, um, do you believe the the tweet the tweet that got de- deleted the Japan Overwatch tweet? Yeah. So the reason I mean, we'll we'll dig into that now, I guess. So the reason why it really looks to be Brigitte is because there was a leaked image. Well, there was a. It looks like there was an accidental tweet from the Overwatch Japan team that instead of actually um, posting an image or scheduling an image, he posted the link to where the file was. And it said like Brigitte leak. Actually, hold on, let me see what it actually says. It says uh, OW post Brigitte tease Monday, February 26th, basically. Um, so that's what it looks like. And I, that seems viable because in windows you can, well, if, especially if you use tweet deck, you could just, drag and drop the the image over to TweetDeck, or probably they're probably using like hootsuite or something like that or something equivalent uh you could do that or if you if he accidentally grabbed the folder instead of the picture it would just put the location of the folder maybe someone Which, should tell them to name things with things like hero 27 yeah <laughs> or code name rocket like yeah whatever but maybe not the actual name of the character so, if that's true, then that's like whoever did that, you're silly. Hero twenty seven would have been a better fit for the file name right there. Well, I um I'm not gonna butcher this person's name, so I'm not even gonna say it, but I did check on that user that po- that suppose that's in- mentioned in this link. And that person does work for Blizzard Japan. So we do know that. So it seems kind of legit that that happened. It got probably got deleted like immediately after, right? So either that or is, Blizzard's trolling the hell out of us, it'll be Hammond. Maybe, <laughs> but yeah, it does appear that that is a legit link that says that it's Brigitte. Now, uh, we got we've been getting a bunch of lore stuff since last week, right? There was a blog post, there was a um, and two images released. The blog post and two images. So the blog post was actually actually and before the blog post, there was that image. Then after an after action report from Anna called White Dome that detailed Operation White Dome, which Anna, uh, Torbjorn, Reinhardt, and one other person, Amir, went to go handle a pocket of uh, Omnics that were left over. In the process, Torbjorn almost dies, but he's saved by Reinhardt. So I, I know when Bob used to this to me last week, you thought that maybe it was the next event that they were going yeah, to do. Yeah, I thought do. so, baby. The, the next uprising event, but I'm not necessarily sure because, you know, if it followed, like, like, for example, with the other, with the other, other uprising event, they gave you a comic that led up into the actual event. Like you didn't know what was going to happen in an event until you actually started doing the event with this one. This is kind of something that came and went. And I think they were just trying to establish Reinhardt and Torbjorn's relationship, which leads into the next, piece of war they dropped which was the blog post the blog post is a letter from Torbjorn to his wife telling his wife what happened explaining that he lost his arm it explains you know how like you know why he has a robotic arm he says he's going to build himself one but he lost his arm and without Reinhardt he would have died and it also explains why he's so close to Reinhardt because Reinhardt was by his side you know while he was in the hospital they got so close to the point that Reinhardt, that he is going to name 
Reinhardt, his, you know, his child's godfather, and even let him name the child. Maybe, Torbjorn says. But that would also explain why Brigitte is so close to Reinhardt, right? Like, why is Torbjorn's daughter, you know, traveling the world with Reinhardt? Well, Reinhardt's her godfather. Yep. And he also mentions he hopes uh, she doesn't take after him too much, meaning Reinhardt. So that's what hinted at Tank, maybe. Right. Yeah. So but I think we, you might be right. It might not have anything to do with the uprising event and thing. And that makes me sad if that's true. Right. Yeah. So I think this is, I think the lore that they were delivering it was just something to kind of, um, you know, was just something to set the stage for what's to come. Right. To let us know like Torbjorn and Reinhardt are really close, but this is how Tor- uh, Reinhardt and Brigitte, are very close, you know. Uh, then again, Brigitte may not be the next character coming out because if you remember, uh, with Arissa, Doomfist, like it, it, they made it seem like it was going to be. Well, a lot of people thought Doomfist was going to be coming out first because Doomfist escapes from prison. He beats up he the beats OR up, fourteen, yep. and, and he, that's squ- they changed that, the level with all of his, you know, all of his fist Im, uh, imprints and. Uh, uh, Numbani, and then the gloves gone, and then here comes Arissa. Yeah, and then was Arissa, and they had, and I like the way they tied that together. Right, those two, those two characters are tied together. Arissa was built specifically to deal with Doomfist, uh, or as a result of Doomfist's actions. Um, but I, you know, they could be doing the same thing right now. Right, we're seeing images of a weapon and a shield. That may not be Brigitte's. They could be for somebody else. They could be for the next character. And then the next piece of the story, we'll see it unfold. You know, maybe she gets, she's the next character that comes out. Maybe even the character after that that comes out, if we see the story unfold. But for now, that's just speculation. You know, uh, we don't have enough evidence to suggest that's what's going to happen. Right now, it does look like the next character is going to be Brigitte. So the first the, image they. Oh, yeah, you're getting into that now. Sorry. Yeah, the first image they release is the Slaga version 3.0. And, the, okay, internet, I got something to say real quick, all right? Everybody's like, oh, it's a hammer, it's a hammer, it's a hammer, it's a hammer. I'm like, why don't you just go look up that word? Like, you didn't know, it's like nobody bothered to look up the word. You look up the word, it clearly shows you it's like a flail, right? That's what the Slaga like, is. Yeah, like a hammer attached to a chain attached to a handle. Is what exactly. That is. So, and then I didn't even note, like, so once I saw that, then I went to go back and look at the image again, and that is when I noticed that there is a picture underneath the main image that has the chain attached to it, like we said. So, uh, one second, I'm actually pulling it up again right now. But yeah, it kind of shows that, like, that's going to be like, you know, like a flail or a mace or something like that. So, uh, but there are, there've been several threads that break down what the image says, because the image is actually in Swedish and there's some that says Slaga 3.0, uh, version 3.0, which that's in English. And then, uh, it also says segment and titanium alloy. Um, then there's a tiny sketch in the background. Like I just told that that's Slaga with the chain, but on the touchpad, there's just a bunch of, uh, I don't want to say ingredients, but they're a bunch of parts like micro combustor, burner, titanium rod, rubber sheets, three millimeter 
uh, countersunk screw, high nut uh, screw and nut, and carriage bolt. But there, I think the most important piece is the micro combustor slash burner. And those, you can see that those are clearly attached to the weapon itself. So what that does, I don't know. Maybe that's for the ultimate. Like maybe you could throw it like in a straight line and it just hits people, you know, and comes back. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing shit out there right now. Not exactly. Maybe, uh, you know, it can extend and hook onto someplace and pull you there. Or hook people in. That's also a, she could be another hook character. Yeah, I thought I thought it could be something where she's either swinging it in like a cone, you know, like a I can I'm losing the word right now. A cone AOE in front of you, cleave. Could be a cleave, cleave yeah. or it could be some sort of poke damage that she does. Or I mean, the sky's the limit. It could be a circle she turns in front of her to make an actual cone. Like who like who knows? It could be a lot of really cool things. But I think it's gonna have something where it's going at least like 20, you know, 15 to 20 meters out. 15 to 20 meters on a swing or an ability? I think it's going to be like one of those ones where the chain gets longer and shorter, but that's just, maybe that's a little wishful thinking. 15 to 20 meters is a long, that's a long melee range. You know, I but think, Reinhardt, I think that's Roadhog's hook is 20 meters, right? I think it's 20. Yes, but that's just kind of like to pull people in. That's not like to hit anybody and do damage. Yeah, I mean, the bigger the AoE, the shorter it's going to be. But I mean, Reinhardt's cleave is like five meters. Yeah, and I still think that's too big. But, but the uh, to like 15 to 20 meter cleave, oof. I mean, it can't do as much damage as the Reinhardt hammer though, right? I would imagine not. Uh, but a, a melee weapon... Still needs to be powerful. Like in, in a game of guns, your melee ability has to be powerful. Or it's got to have range. Or it's got to have range. You're 100% correct. You know? So, but like we, a ranged melee attack is, it seems like it will feel like it'll be more accurate and more reliable than, uh, you know, a shooting melee, or not shooting, but a, like a, a ranged gun attack, obviously. That's kind Look. of the whole thing about melee. It's just more accurate. For some reason, <laughs> yeah. Roadhog's hook always seems easier to land than his right click. You think so? It really feels that 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 way because the right click to really hit the sweet spot, you got to nail him right on it. It seems like the hook's got a bigger hitbox than yeah. The hook does have a really the exploding really like, shot. Yeah, I've definitely seen my hook go to the left or right of somebody, and it goes snap. Like, it just, like, it kind of snaps into something. Yeah, it's kind of like a hammerhead or, like, shaped like an anchor, it feels like. Like, yeah. one of his one of his skins Stance. has it shaped yeah. like an anchor. Yeah, he definitely, it, it definitely is uh, a bit more forgiving. So, yeah, we know, like, the, the, the slag appears to be the weapon, but then there was another image that was released just today uh, where it's a shield, but it's not a big shield it's a personal shield like it's a it's like it's like a shield you put like right in front of yourself and probably and bob you think that it might shield one or two extra people well uh, i think looking at the image well first off the la gladiator is gonna be happy because shields up but uh the shield doesn't look like it's big enough to be a personal shield it looks fairly small but it's got those four things coming out i believe energy will be on either side of those 
and it might be something where she could power it up for a short time or something where it just shields like maybe people standing right next to to you so she could be a good uh, peeling tank possibly for healers or dps in the back line i'm just spitballing though this is just guessing right yeah, I mean, it has the same. I mean, it's pretty much ident- like the symbol in the middle is pretty much identical to Reinhardt's shield or symbol. I believe, I believe it's the same exact one. I haven't actually looked at it. Reinhardt's hard enough. I should have did that. But the I, one that's on his hammer. Yeah, the one that's on his hammer. All right, his chest in some of them. The shield is a hundred and four centimeters. Is that correct? Tall. 104 centimeters tall. That's what I just saw. How tall is 104 centimeters? Now nah, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> centimeters two feet. Go Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly. Yeah, it's like okay. Whoop, sorry about that. Yeah, it's about three and a half feet tall. That's how big the the, the shield is, from what I can see in the image. At twenty eight so, cent at twenty eight centimeters? No, that's just the middle piece. Yeah, so twenty eight plus fifteen. Well, no, like if you look at the top, the very the top left of that paper, it shows the shield from the side, and it has the lines going from the top and the bottom of the shield. It says one hundred and four centimeters. See that? Yeah, yeah, but that's with the two long pieces. But they look to only be fifteen centimeters, so that only be that would only be thirty extra centimeters on that one hundred four. So it might be fairly big body size. Yeah. So like you're looking at like you know like, a, like I said, I think I think it's a personal shield. But we'll have to we have to we have to see like that kind of when I first saw it, I'm like, oh great, there's gonna be another goddamn tank. Oh I yeah, and on the right it shows it like with stuff added to it. Yeah, to make it a larger shield. I wonder. Oh, if it, you thought that middle piece it, was the shield itself? Yeah, I wonder oh. if it powers up to that, and that's what it looks. That's the 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 middle piece is what it looks like before it transforms. Maybe a cooldown. Possibly, yeah. You kind of weird Possibly. to have the big shield in front of you the entire time, but well, I don't think. Yeah, that's something I don't think it'll be in, in front of you the entire time. I think it's. <sighs> And to be honest with you, I don't think we need any more like real shields in the game. We already have enough. We got Winston, we got Symmetra, we got Arissa, we got Reinhardt. More shields are just going to, you know, I, I don't want to shoot red boxes anymore. And it's <laughs> you know? already pretty worthless. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's more of a personal shield. At first I thought it was like, yeah, it's going to be a tank. But now I'm thinking, okay, it can, it can be an attack or defense hero. Um, also, there appears to be a jetpack, too, and there's a piece of paper underneath the main blueprint that has that it's, it appears to be a jetpack. So whatever this person is, whatever class it is, it looks like it's going to be mobile. We don't know if that's going to be for jetting into the air or maybe from jumping from one place to another like Winston does, or is it going to be like charging forward like Reinhardt, you know? Like she can charge forward and knock somebody with the shield, maybe. Yeah, if it's a jetpack, I'm thinking it's just a short jump to get to to high ground, or to get to high ground or jump into the middle of a fight, maybe. You know? So that that's a possibility, but I still don't want it to be Brigitte because 
from what we've seen in the lore, right? She helps Reinhardt. She maintains his armor. She's technical like Torbjorn is. If she's going to be a hero, I think that would be an excellent opportunity to make an offensive builder. We still don't have a builder that works well offensively. Attack Torb isn't a thing, guys. Attack Symmetra is not a thing. Yep. If Symmetra could shoot her turrets to locations a distance off, she could maybe start going, but they need to rework her weapon, in my opinion. She's not going to be used in high-level play unless high-level play can take advantage of her character. And right now, a high-level player can play her just as good. Like a Overwatch League player can play Symmetra just as good as a Masters player. It's a rough like example, but I mean, it's true. Like even probably a diamond player could play her as good because she just has no skill ceiling. She has a, she's got a mediocre skill cap and no really high skill, skill ceiling. That's, that's what I think at least. Gotcha. Yeah. See, yeah, it's, we, I would love this. I think we, when Kinder was on the show, we kind of talked about, what we needed, and I talked about a character that could build robots or, you know, build suits that can, you know, or change configurations that can help offensively. And that's technically, I, I didn't call it a uh, offensive builder, but essentially that's what I was talking about. I still think the game could use something like that. Something like an avatar from uh, Heroes of the Storm, but more active and more technical, you know? Where you're putting, like, you know, you may build something, you put it onto an ally and help them out. You know, this thing, it can configure and it turns, it, it gives this ally specifically armor when they need it. It gives this ally specifically more uh, additional firepower when they need it. You know, maybe it can, you know, detect enemies in different places and stuff like that. And we're going to need it soon. With these somber changes, we're going to talk about that. We're going to be in really, really bad need of detection. <laughs> very soon but yeah, yeah that's i mean that's that, kinda, i mean that could be kind of neat yeah that's kind of like what i want to see and i was hoping that if they brought brigitte into the game that's what they had her do because that would make the most sense you know torbjorn's are is already a defensive character and she's on the other end doing similar things like father like daughter uh but it's different you know yeah, but, i feel it, like they're getting rid of those types of characters kind of change kind of pulling them out of the game you know, like they're reworking Hanzo. They're trying to kind of like they already reworked Symmetra once. They're they're trying to to lessen those types of characters in a game. That's 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 what I've seen from what they've been doing. So I just don't know if they would add one back in. Add well, you said lessen like what type of one. characters? Defensive. Defensive characters. Yeah, yeah, the ones that are classified as defensive, but lots like mainly Torb, Symmetra. Symmetra, even though she supports, she still her she's skill still her skill set fits yeah. in def, in defensive. Yeah, hopefully when they rework her, they'll actually put her into correct category this time. So Yeah, but that's what we have about Rajit so far. I or the character that we that we think is here at twenty seven. I'm thinking we get an announcement on Thursday. That's what I think. I think an announcement's coming Thursday. Could come Wednesday. Could come Wednesday. They, but they've been coming on Thursday quite often. Yeah, because season starts tomorrow, or, or season starts Wednesday. So I don't think they would do season nine announcement. I'm pretty sure they're going to have some type of blog post with whatever changes they're making, if any. And I don't know if they want to run that 
and do a character announcement. You know, so we'll see about that. But I'm sure season I, starts tomorrow. Yeah, season starts tomorrow. That's what I said. Yeah, like 22 hours or something like that. Yep. So you know, enjoy your off season while you can, folks, because the grind starts again on the uh, on the 28th. And I, I I gotta be honest, I wouldn't place your mains until <laughs> until after the weekend. To be honest with you, dun dun dun. I'm gonna place my uh, I'm gonna place my Smurfs because I have a buddy who's low silver, and it doesn't matter whether we play the first week or the fourth week. He's gonna be <laughs> when you play down there. It doesn't make a difference. So yeah, but if you are like high gold platinumish, you might want to hold off just a little bit, you know, just for the weekend, and you wear the uh. A lot of the trolls go back to their other games because they got their placements done. So, <laughs> yeah, I would recommend the same thing, but I'm going to yeah. play. Oh, yeah, we got Smurfs. So, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go ahead and move into the patch notes. Patch notes. All right, so. Patch dropped today, Tuesday, which is right before uh, the season starts tomorrow. And the changes we have been expecting on a few characters are here now. So things are going to be different this season. And this is why I want that two. I, I think the two week off season would have been perfect. You know, it would have been great because you have two weeks to kind of uh, at least adjust a little bit to these changes before. Uh, you know, you, you get back into competitive. Doom probably Fist a is better the- idea, but I like I would rather start competitive like yesterday. Like just yeah. end it and start the next one immediately after. I'll take an hour break. Yeah, well, it's but you're probably here. right. Your your way is probably smarter. Yeah, I I just because I mean I, I mean I guess I'm maybe alone, but I still play Overwatch when the season's off. I did it before and I still do it. Uh, but so Doomfist is different. His hand cannon, the ammo recovery rate has increased from 0.8 seconds to 0.65 seconds per bullet. Remember the last buff they gave him actually gave him more rounds. More rounds, less damage per round, and less sporadic, uh, less sporadic spread. Yeah, they said this will this change will help Doomfist uh, be more consistent. Uh, well, Doomfist more consistently be able to use his weapons as part of his combos. It'll so, probably make him feel a lot better, I I, I would think, because I always would find myself out of ammo and be like, dang it. Right. Yeah. By the way, Roadhog still totally uh still totally counters Doomfist, at least in my book. Like I've been I've had great success with it. So if you see no more Doomfist, we should also be seeing more Roadhog. It's not like Roadhog doesn't show up in the meta anyway, but he should be there. Yeah, Soldier uh, and McCree do pretty good against him too. McCree for the stun and then Soldier just for the Distance he can put himself between Doom uh, Doomfist after Doomfist's initial yeah, Doomfist initial attack. has a he has a huge hitbox. He has a huge hitbox, so um, that that really helps out. Like, yeah, he's the able Helix to hit. rockets. Yeah, and, and almost anything that stops Doomfist from moving is going to really is going to really uh, hinder him. Doomfist and who like Tracer, Genji, you know, stuff like that. Their power is in being able to move. So, uh, additionally, 
May, her endothermic blaster has been changed. The slow duration has increased from one second to 1.5 seconds. So you will be slow for longer when May slows you down. And her alternate ammo fire has been reduced. The cost has been reduced from 25 to 20. So she can shoot five instead of four now. That's how uh, that's how that works. So. She, she freezes everybody faster, too. Yeah. No, it's not faster. It just it wears off uh, slower. So if you stop the freeze for a second, you can reapply the, the full freeze faster when re-adding. Yep. So, yep. so she's going to be even like even more toxic to slower characters, and she might be able to actually freeze the faster characters now. Yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass, so we'll see. Uh, Blizzard says, increasing May's slow duration helps her freeze targets that are particularly elusive, such as Genji or Lucio. Alt- lowering her alternate fire cost allows her to more safely use it without costing her ability to freeze enemies. Here's the deal, and we've, we've touched on this so many times. There are just certain characters that you shouldn't have to be, you shouldn't be able to kind of like, nobody was complaining about May not being able to catch a Genji or a Lucio or a Tracer. It's kind of expected. Those count. Those characters are like her counters. Those those are the characters that could get close to her and still get away, right? Yep. Yep. Now, now what? Now, who's supposed to do that? Like, because you definitely can't do it with Soldier. You can't do it with McCree. She has two hundred and fifty health without shields or. She has or ice armor. block. She has ice block. You know. That's she's got she's she's a, she's a space maker now she's a tank when you see May coming your way you need to move the fuck out of the way, you know. And the people other, in lower SRs going against a good May already moved out of the way. <laughs> exactly. the The only people who can really counter her now are like Zarya and uh, also um, Arissa, right? But even that's temporary, and they they weren't great counters to begin with. You know, with Zarya you can kind of maybe escape a little bit depending on how far away the may was by using you know your your bubble yeah but now it's like dude like like what are they trying to do it, it's like the idea of junk rat being able to fly in the air and kill a pharaoh like why do you think that's a good idea why would you even think of something like that you know it sounds cool you also think about kicking babies like <laughs> goddamn like what the hell like why like that like it just sounds unbalanced like I'm not. I'm not a fan. I just of don't it. like her. I'll have to see how it plays out. But I like any more of her being played sounds unfun to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I've never been a big fan of May. Mike, he'll tell you I'm not a fan of CC. So, but new May on the way. Sombra. It's gonna be. She's gonna be. We we touched on this a little bit earlier. She is going to be a problem. In she the right is. hands. Yeah. She's gonna be evil. Yeah. So her EMP no longer. Blocked by small objects, which that was annoying. I'll give you that. Like you, you kind of like slide in front of a lamppost, <laughs> you lose your hack. Okay, I'll give you that. That's cool. Um, big changes to her hack. No longer gains ultimate charge from health pack healing, which gotta be honest, that was kind of holding her back to begin with. Because in order to get your ultimate, which was the only reason why you'd be using the first place, you spent more time hacking health packs and trying to get your team to use it than actually doing damage. But now that's not going to happen. So that's a nerf, but it's a nerf that should help people play better. Uh, the cast time on hack was reduced from 0.8 seconds to 0.6, 0.5 seconds. 
that's going to be bad news for Reinhardt and uh, Zenyatta too. But uh, you know, particularly Reinhardt because you can hack a Reinhardt now while his team is there because it takes him like you know. I would say it takes him a second to figure out where you are it's a lot of the be time. Worse for Zenyatta's though. Yeah, it's gonna be worse for Zenyatta. Well, I want to talk, I'm gonna talk you about were that. that earlier. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that once we go through all this. So now her hack is this is a major buff for her hack, and now disables any abilities. Anything that requires you to press a button, as it says, it's going to disable. So uh cyber agility on Genji, Hanzo wall climb, hover jets from Farah. Lucio's healing boost and speed boost. It turns off the... It makes Lucio not be able to heal. Period. Heal or speed. Like, that's crazy. And, um, and like, Mercy can't get away if Ferret can't fly. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, the Angelic Descent, of course, Um, you know, Guardian Angel, those were always taken away, but at least she could still heal. You, Lucio becomes pointless. Yep. He can't even boop somebody off of the map. Yeah, he's gonna be a sitting duck. Yeah, he's gonna I wonder oh yeah, also wall ride. He can't even wall ride when that happens. That is in that's that's insane, dude. Like it really it really is. So and I do think though like that's going to get reversed, to be honest with you. I think you're not even done with the rest of the I'm insane stuff. <laughs> like opportunist is nuts now too. Yeah. Well machine so so machine pistol, her spread is reduced. They did talk about that from three to two point seven. I never found her spread to be that big of a problem. It's an Uzi. You have to be at a, a, a nice, um, you know, a good range with them. But now she's going to be uh, even more ranged, and Farrah should be careful. Now, opportunist. Enemy health bars are now visible when health drops below 100%. It used to be half health. When somebody was, behind, when somebody was below half health, you can see them to kind of take them out. Uh, her ability to detect enemies through walls at 50% or less remains unchanged. So you can st- you can see their health bars, but you cannot still detect them through walls. Actually, can you? Yeah, so it, she still can't detect them through walls below 50%. Oh, she, can, she, oh, she can't detect them through walls above 50%. They still have to be below 50% for her to detect them through walls. Sorry about that. I mean, it says enemy health, uh, health bars are now visible when health drops below... 100%, formerly 50%. Yeah. So what the heck does that mean? But her well, ability to detect enemies through... So she just sees a walking health bar or something? I think I, I believe that might, that might be it. I have to double check it. We'll see. So she we'll, doesn't we'll know what character it is. She just knows a character is damaged. Yeah, it knows a character. Dang it. I wish I would have paid attention to that. I didn't. I misread that before I, I went in and tried her today. Hmm. So, also, the translocator has been increased from 15 to 20 seconds. I think that's a good change for her. Now, the the devs are saying the goal of these changes for Sombra is to remove the necessity for her teammates to take damage and heal themselves with her hacked health packs to try to get her to ultimate charge quickly. Her ultimate will come up less often, but there are more abilities that are disabled by hacks, so it is more effective when used. Previously, opportunists would only activate when an enemy's health bar dipped below 50%, but now the passive will reveal all damaged enemies, with, which should help Sombra identify targets in her line of sight to pick off. Overall, these changes should make her more effective and less reliant on her ultimate. Because like I said, the reason why you pick Sombra before is for her ultimate. You yep, hack it. the health packs, 
you got your teammates to get the health packs. She gets behind her team. Boom. Something, something less loose That's what she says. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm terrible at Spanish. You know? Yeah, something. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that. that Right now, she's going to be more of an a- actual offensive character. She's going to be a flanker. We got another offensive flanker who I, I think this is going to be real bad news for Zenyatta. Because yeah. Zenyatta is affected the most by this. Yeah, I didn't With think her. about it till till you mentioned it. But wow, she was dangerous. To, she was the most dangerous to Zenyatta before, and now you know she just gets behind Zenyatta and she just like she hacks him, removes the shields. Boom! He only has fifty health. He's done. You know oh, how yeah, bad of a sombra. Yeah, you know, you know how bad of a somber you have to be to not kill us and you gotta have 50 health yeah, like, from the back. Maybe it, you should stop playing over. It's Overwatch. gonna be like a quarter of a clip if you headshot or something like that. I mean, it's gonna be yeah, nuts. Yeah, it is really going to be it's gonna be something else. Like I I I fear for Zingata mainly because I play him. I love playing Zingata. I really, really do. Like I'm not even too bothered. I'm I'm on guard when I see a Genji or when I see a tracer, but a sombra is the one who really fucks up my day. <laughs> to, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I play Zenyatta, and especially if she kind of knows what she's doing. So I think Zenyatta's going to have a really tough time. And if Sombra comes into the meta, Zenyatta is going to, I think he's going to be out. I mean, like, with that hack, with only having 50 health, even if you're detected by the enemy or the enemy sees you, you can still just clip that Zenyatta real quick and then translocate right out. You know, translocate right out. I'll tell you what kind of sucks, though, is that it's not going to be in the Overwatch uh, League unless they patch it in here in Stage 2. And Stage 2 just started, and that's going to be a big problem because everybody's going to see the way Samba's played in the Overwatch League, and that'll be completely different from the way she should be played in live. Right, that is true. And Delta Runner brings up that only EMP re- uh, removes shields, which is true. But still, with the reduced spread, she's still oh, going to be... Oh, you're right. Okay, you're yeah. right. That was a change they made a while back, isn't it? Yeah. So with the reduced spread, she's still going to be even more dangerous to Zen, you know, before. Because that was, that was kind of like, you know, the saving grace that her spread was kind of wide. So you had a little bit of a chance to fight back. But now you're going to have even less of a chance to fight back. So she's still oh, super... Well, yeah. Delta Hunter just made me feel a lot better because I had forgotten that it didn't work on personal shields unless it was. So it actually might it actually might save Zen a little bit more because Zen's the only one that'll still be able to shoot. He'll still be able to right click, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a shooting ability. But um, I mean, still a super soft target, and we'll see exactly we'll see how less she has her ultimate. Right? If she has her ultimate. We're expecting her for her to have her ultimate less as it is, but if it's still like you know if she still gets it like on let's say only ten percent less or maybe twenty percent less, that's still. That's so what I played, it's going to be quite it's going to be quite a bit less than the way it was with the health with the health packs. I mean, it was absurdly fast with the health packs. It feels it feels a lot more normal when I was playing in free for all. Yeah, that's not a real great test, but. I was hacking health packs and it like you I was kidding it like five, six times a free f- uh, free free for all before when I played Sombra and now I got it I'd got it like twice. So I don't know that it's I uh, think you might have to readjust how you play Sombra too, because like I said, 
in the beginning, people are yep. adjusted to hacking those health packs and getting and focusing on getting an ultimate up. And now you really have to focus on getting damage and hacking. That's what yeah, you got to do. It'll be really good for really cool, really coordinated teams because you know Zen has his transcendence. You hack him right before the team fight. Then Zarya throws her, her graviton, and the team wipes instead of transcendence healing them through it. So it's going to be real interesting. But then that leaves them with an ultimate the next team fight. So it's just it's going to be interesting seeing it in high level play and in low like lower SR play. Right. All right. So, what else we have in the patch notes here? Uh, there were uh, there was an interface update for Mercy, where Valkyrie no longer shows enemy health bars unless they have taken damage. And this is just to reduce some clutter on the screen, and also on Blizzard World, some health packs sizes have been reduced, some health pack locations have been changed, and additional health packs have been added. So. <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm guessing they got feed. They got feedback from the pros because the pros have been talking about how there needs to be a bunch of changes before it's actually a competitive map. And so I'm guessing that they're prepping it for stage three and trying to, I'm trying to fix it up to where it works for the actual Overwatch League, and in turn, it'll trickle down and work, you know, just as well for the, you know, for us. Well, you would hope so. I mean, I'm I, crossing know, my fingers, Joe. Uh, you hope so, but you just mentioned that every, like, you know, the way you play things at the Overwatch League level don't necessarily make, don't necessarily work at the non-Overwatch League level. Actually, at the the uh, hometown hero for the Philadelphia Fusion, like the strats and the way that those guys were playing there were definitely different than what the way it was playing is played with Overwatch than they were playing Overwatch League. Yeah, but a lot of different things are tried. There's, exactly. there's there's actually some like some metras been played in contenders where she has not been played in the Overwatch League at all. Oh and yeah, more Torb's been played too. Yeah, actually they did it, like there was one team I forget what they called themselves, but they did a complete fake on uh, Hollywood. It was hilarious. There's got to be a clip of that somewhere. Well, they looked like they were going to go left, and they just stayed there for like a few seconds. And the uh, the defending team went all the way and just like set up shop on the other side. They just came around and got on the point. It was awesome. But um, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Well, you know, Blizzard World is going to be in the next competitive season finally. And I don't know, man. Like I, I in quick play, you know, I still play the map, and people still don't know it. They still don't know it. Like getting onto the map, going to the left side. And going up the stairs and into the back. You know how many times I've gotten onto the point uncontested doing that shit? And it's been like, you know, weeks since that map came out. So I, I'm a little concerned that people still don't know the map well enough. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who don't play outside of competitive, unfortunately. And that that's going to be a problem. It's going to be a new map to them. But we'll see. Yeah, I've only played it in game nights. I do do that usually every weekend, at least once or one or two days on the weekend. But that's the only place that I've played it. Right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our final topic here, which is the symmetry rework. So there was a forum post, uh, you know, kind of asking for the status of symmetry's rework. Jeff Kaplan just came out and said, hey, the symmetry changes aren't going to be small. Or they they, they weren't asking for a symmetry rework. They were asking for, you know, what's going on with symmetry when she's going to be patched. And Jeff Kaplan says that the symmetry uh, changes will not be small. And right now they're focusing on Hanzo, Doomfist, May. 
you know, stuff like that. And she's after that. But that he said there are going to be big changes. So we're looking at another complete rework of Symmetra. And it's kind of like, well, what do you do with her then to make her more viable or more useful? You know, I think and, she's going to have a weapon similar or a weapon mechanic similar to Moira because they've been, they've liked how they've created Moira and they've liked that mechanic of having to aim. So I'm guessing that they're, they're going to move her to something like that and either reclassify her as defense or actually make it to where she can support. See, I don't see how changing the weapon to a more to a more Moira like weapon would it actually improve the character. Anything they do to it, they're gonna try to improve the character, not just make changes. But changing from her from what she has to a Moira like weapon, maybe in terms of distance, right? Because Moira has a ridiculous distance on her her secondary. It's absolutely insane, and I think that's what needs to be changed about Moira still. I'm still on that boat. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with Symmetra, I mean, she has a pretty long range. That weapon starts at seven meters, doesn't break until nine. You know, so once she has somebody connected to it, like it they have to get out of outside of a nine meter range. They have to get to 10 meters before it's not cooking them. And it wraps around walls and everything. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be changed quite a bit. I'm just guessing that it's going to be the Moira type mechanic that she'll use, though. She'll still have a beam-looking type thing, but it'll just be a different mechanic for aiming. Only if they're trying to... I think only if they're trying to increase her range. But I, I'm sorry, having a 20-meter beam? I'm, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> I don't think it'll charge up any uh, anymore either yeah, because that so. mechanic, can't has, it. it's so bad for the lower levels because if you're not smart enough to know or if you're not educated in the game enough to know to take her out immediately... And she charges up. She can wipe a team. It's it's just silly. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the trade-off, though. It's a risk-reward factor with her, which I think is totally... I think it's okay. I do think that her current gun needs to break off if the person breaks line of sight. I do not think it should be going around corners, over payloads, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's, it's, it's around something. her back. If you break line of sight, I think you should... I think it should break the uh, the beam. It's just something that it's a mechanic that really rewards lower levels and not un- and not understanding the game and then becomes almost completely useless at, at higher levels. Yeah. Now, somebody suggested Unless you're that. Unless Steve-O. Right. <laughs> <laughs> somebody says that they're just going to turn her into a healer. And I think that would just be a bad idea. We have people who are straight-up healers as it is, right? I think in her case, maybe she's more like a Torbjorn mechanic. Where she can deploy, where she can cast shields onto allies, you know, where she can do, she can cast shields onto allies. Like she has like a shield meter kind of right, and she, depending on how high the shield meter is or how full it is, when she casts a shield, that's how much shield the person gets. That's what she used to do before her first rework. She used to be able to put a purse, a personal fifty point shield on everybody. Right. Yeah. And then she'd have to reapply it after they died. I think that's kind of uh, what they need to do. Like, I think, but I think it maybe it needs to be metered or something like that. Maybe it needs to be a bit more meaningful. You know, well, maybe more. But if they did put that shield thing back and had something similar to it, it could be a hard counter for for Widow because then it it could make a you know it could make the shots 
not kill a squishy target. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. could it could be a hard counter for Hanzo or a Widow if they went back to that mechanic. Right. I think that that might be a good mechanic to go back to, but maybe with more shield. Right. I think they get they may want to get rid of her ultimate. The shield generator ultimate. Get rid of that if they're going to give her the ability to cast shields. Since they haven't given anybody else a second, like a choice ultimate, then I don't know that they like that mechanic. And you're, I think you might be right. I think they're probably going to going to remove that completely. Right. So I think the you know you get rid of that. I think one of the most important things are the turrets, though. Right. What do you do with the turrets? Because the turrets really unless you're in lower levels, the turrets really aren't doing anything. All make the turrets do are really... throw and stick. <laughs> Give her a throw and stick? No, make the turrets throw and stick. Maybe, but what? even that, though, the turret still only has one HP, so you just turn around, you slap it, and that's like, you know, the end of it. I Depending think, on how it shoots, there could be some really cool shots, though. I mean, it just depends. Or that make them true. so that, you know, she can get them up and they actually circle around her but i mean you couldn't have her beam i mean there's so many things you could do with a complete rework you know you could do all kinds of stuff he even said there's going to be more anna there's going to be different animations so that's a big change right well what i think is with the turrets they shouldn't be turrets anymore they should be cameras and she could place them in different parts of the map. And anytime an enemy is within a line of sight of the camera, it's not a radar. Like, you know, you put it somewhere and it does like a, a radius. But if you're within line of sight of the camera, you're exposed. Even even for So you turn, units. so it looks, it appears to be wall hex. Exactly. And instead of having six, you give her like two, three, you know, instead. And she puts them at certain points. That that's extremely useful, I think. And it wouldn't give away its position. You'd have to have a slight hum or something just to alert players, or maybe you wouldn't. I I, I don't know because it doesn't doesn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> but you'd have to see it. Well, you can see turrets now. Yeah, but in good spots. I mean, that could be cool. Yeah, I think I think that would be cool because that makes you know now she has she has her shields back. Uh, she still has her microwave gun, but now you can see enemies coming. I think, and especially because you know Sombra is getting ready to become a big problem. You know, you put one of those on the actual, you put one of those cameras near the actual group. So it's a hard counter to Sombra, right? It's a, it's a hard counter to her stealth. Who else can hard counter her stealth like that? Hanzo, and we don't want a bunch of Hanzos and Widow. And Widow, but if she Widow runs has over her, her personal thing, but then only yes. Widow can see her. So exactly, like we don't want a bunch of Hanzos and Widows like running around. <laughs> yeah, we don't want people picking Hanzo because we need to see where Sombra is. That's something we don't need. Hanzo is hard enough to play. We do not need. Although, who knows? With the rework, Hanzo might be a great character now. For you know, it might have a lower skill floor and have a higher skill ceiling, and that would be great instead of it just being. A high skill cap character. It'd be great. Yeah. I'd be I'm down not. for that because I could play Hanzo. Yeah, they would have to reduce if they make him a lo- like a lower skilled character, you gotta reduce that that damage on those goddamn trees he shoots. Yeah, gotta, he, gotta yeah no, that. that would yeah, that would come. If they make him a a lower skill cap character, he would be there would be shots he could hit certain you know, that that would you know I can't I can't I'm blanking on how to say it but 
they couldn't have it be in the way it is now. He'd have to shoot slower. There'd be a bunch of things that would have to go into account. Right. Because he can shoot a lot faster than Widow right right now. So he could spam chokes. And they've talked about a bunch of things they've tried, leaping and all, all kinds of different stuff. So who knows what they'll actually land on. But I'm excited for it because right now I'm not really happy with him. Uh, well, neither are people, uh, other people who are getting shot in the face by him. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he's good to play as or play against. I think he's a very wild card character. Right. Okay. Well, with that, let's move ahead into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. Okay, so we got two, actually, sorry, three quick ones for you. One, there are more support voice lines coming. Somebody raised the question of why is Mercy the only support that has a automatic voice line? Help me. She does. Like, when, when she's in danger, her character says, help me. Zenyatta doesn't say help me. Uh, you know, um, Lucio doesn't say help me. Moira doesn't. So... That being the case, I believe it was Jeff Kaplan who replied to the thread. There are going to be more support voice lines coming from when the supports are in danger. They will automatically say, help me, <laughs> you know, or something to that effect. You know, Zenyatta, uh, I am in yeah. danger. <laughs> you know, yeah, I like mean, that. I think that's good. All I can think of is maybe in the beginning, they patched it into Mercy because she was getting dove on and she didn't have a gun or anything to, I mean, she has a gun she could switch to, but she didn't have any way to like, be defensive, so I don't. I, I have no idea how this was an oversight for this long. Really, I don't know how I didn't notice it. Right. So, uh, yeah. So she. That's going to be happening. Uh, there was also a, a another update on the competitive mode tier distribution. Hallelujah! And the the tier it's actually shifted a little bit. Um. So we'll just run through numbers real quick. Bron- 8% of the population is in bronze. Uh, 21% of the population is silver. 32% of the population is gold. 25% of the population is platinum. Uh, 10% of the population is diamond. 30, uh, sorry, 3% of the population is master. And 1% of the population is grandmaster. So uh, this is a slight change from what it was before. Because before, I know Diamond was like 13%. No, Diamond was 10. It was everything Diamond and up was thir- was 13%. Per, uh, Total, per, yeah. yeah okay. percent. You had 2% Masters and 1% in Grand Masters and then 10% in Diamond. But I do like that they finally released this because they haven't released it since Season 3. And I was tired of hearing people make the argument that everybody had moved up now and there was more people in diamond and masters and platinum. And there's really not, it's well, there's more people in masters. <laughs> yeah. There's more people in masters. I think platinum gold shifted by a couple percent. Yeah. Gold used to be lower and platinum was a little higher. I think platinum was like 28% last time. I'm I saw not it. sure on that. It was a little higher. Like, well, gold actually gold and platinum were really close to each other in terms of player base. Like, um, if you remember that bell chart, you know, it pretty much like it's, it peaks like right at the middle of like gold and platinum. So they're yeah, probably 23 something 
uh, before. I don't think they mentioned what the mean is this time around, or if they mentioned last time, it was the percentages were not everybody who was currently in Diamond. 10% of the population had made it to Diamond at some point in the season, might not still be Diamond. Uh, so it could be that they took a snapshot of it. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how they did it, but I'm just glad that they did it so that people can realize that Platinum, you're pretty good. Like you're above average and gold, you're, I mean, you're right there in the middle. Like, so you shouldn't feel so bad for being in gold because a lot of people are. And if you get to diamond and up, be proud. Gold is, is average. It's like kind of like your average player, right? That's, that's, that's not a bad place to be. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want like bronze is really the, like the, the people who really don't know how to play and silver are those like kind of just learning the game and gold is uh, gold just has a, such a mix of people Like gold has the mixture of mechanically good overwatch wise bad, but it's also you have overwatch good, but mechanically bad all in that group. And it's it's tough down there. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot of a salt. There's a lot of toxicity. Down. Yeah, a lot of toxicity in gold. Like you, it's a wild card. So I think it's easier to get out of silver than gold because at least in silver you know what's going on, right? You know what you know what you're going to get. You kind of know how to expect. Like I know. Well, if you're man, if you're mechanically good, I mean, yeah. you can carry if, out of gold or out if, of silver. If I play a DPS in silver, we're moving up. You know, like we're 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 moving the chain. Yeah, if we're I play, a, SR up for if I play a DPS that I'm really comfortable with, yeah, and I'm with a couple other people for sure. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like especially like Reaper. Oh man, like I have yeah, played dude, Reaper yeah, in situations. I played Reaper in situations in Silver that oh, Reaper should not have worked in. <laughs> oh, I gotta. I don't know who I was with. Dang it, I'm forgetting who I was with. Uh, but we were playing super low. I think it was Taco, uh, from uh, the over uh, Overscore, and it was Blevins, and we're playing. And Priest might have been there, or he might have just just left. But we're playing uh, Lee Jang Tower. They're running a Symmetra. It's it's low gold uh, when uh, when we queued. I'm on Reaper. I've got ultimate. I hear a I hear a teleporter come around the corner. Diva's protecting it, so I kill Diva. I saved this so I could so I could show it to you later. I kill Diva. Then everybody starts coming out of the telly. Pop ult. 5k <laughs> dude it was hilarious and killed the telly and oh, blevins man. was losing his mind oh man it's so funny funny thing i actually just found the old the old stats so before it was six percent bronze now it's eight percent and silver was 22 percent. now it's 21 percent. gold was 34 percent. i thought it was closer for some reason i thought it was closer i was i was like two point i was i was in the wrong direction but gold's 34 percent and platinum was 23%. This is season 3. So you have a you know it kind of shows that with the growth that we're saying and masters was less than 1%. It wasn't that 1%. Yeah, yeah, it did said less than 1%. Grandmaster was less than 1%. Um so we're seeing growth in the community. Like platinum's up by 2%, gold is down by 2%, uh and silver is down by 1%, but it's kind of like I mean the SR system we're seeing the SR people system push was to bad. the to go to the extremes, to exactly down lower and up higher. So we're seeing some move, some movement. I still think a complete MMR wipe. I'm down to try it. Let's do it. That's. I think that'll be fine. Um, but yeah, this 
this uh we're seeing the community like this this is after they've made the changes to to the M, to the SR system cuz remember the SR system was as fucked up as the SR system is now, it used to be worse. <laughs> yeah, you, and you used to be able to go on such big streaks, either up or down. Mm-hmm. When I'm on a winning streak, I wish that that still was alive because, I mean, that's how I originally pulled up from silver all the way into middle platinum is well, like we went on crazy streaks. That was also causing uh, those people who were doing the bronze to like master's challenges to do that shit too. Now it's a lot harder to do something like that. Yep. So, but that's that's what that's the tier distribution now. Maybe in like another four or five seasons, they'll put out another. They should probably put put one out yearly. You know, that's four and seasons or five seasons, right? Did so, you mention that was on the new the new forums? This is on the new forums. Yes. So there are new Overwatch forums. They're much nicer. It's a lot easier to follow topics. So I would definitely check those out. Now, finally, is a update we ju- I just found out before the show started there is a earth shatter bug where like it just doesn't work you earth shatter and people don't fall that is a bug they didn't get any details on what actually caused it i've been able to i've seen it happen right and i thought that it was something i did wrong maybe he wasn't in the cone but i've done earth shatters where i'll do it and there's four people in front of me and three of the four people fall one person stays up so it's like did he have some like was like was he using uh, Fortify? You know, maybe he uh, he got bubbled or something like that. I don't know, but um, yeah, this is actually a bug, and there's video footage of people using Earth Chatter and people not falling. You know, you can clearly see that they are in the cone because they 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 uh they're in the shatter, and the same bug affects Seismic Slam, which that's huge for Doomfist. Like, imagine doing your Seismic Slam to try to follow up a combo, and all of a sudden it just doesn't work. That's a huge problem. The biggest issue here is that they're not planning on fixing this bug until April. They're working on it. It's a big problem, they're saying, but it's not It's not going to be implemented until April. And it's like, what? Like, this is... See, I don't know how often it happens. I haven't personally seen it. Uh, doesn't mean I haven't missed it. I have played quite a bit more Reinhardt now, and I'm watching... This first week of stage two has had a metric ton of Reinhardt compared to stage one, where he was almost never seen except on like one part of of Li Jing Tower. So I've probably missed it, but I'm guessing it doesn't happen as often as we think. Or it might be just specific to certain levels, maybe, or certain characters. Like, do you, do you know what character was still up when you saw it happen? I think it was a doom fist when I saw it happen. He was on the ground, but they also had a, a Zarya. So I was like, maybe he got bubbled when I did it. And I saw it happen another time where, but this time I thought it was because the person was standing on a car. So the person was playing Reinhardt. He does the earth shatter. People on the ground fall, but the guy on the car does not. But I remembered that, I, you can earth chatter and people standing on the cart will fall. So standing on this car should not have protected that person, you know? And I forget what character he was playing. Yeah, and they, de- they decreased how high that went a while they back. They did, but I like my... From like, like three meters up to like one meter up or something like that. I wonder if it's like some sort of latency thing where Doomfist was about to do his uppercut and you didn't see the animation or something. 
Maybe. I, yeah, I, I, have, I, I have no idea. But it's definitely I, a bug, you know. Like They say it's a bug, so it's there. Yeah, I know I saved the game a couple weeks ago because somebody went bashing, and he was bashing on the cart. I used Earth Shatter on the ground, and he f- lays out on the cart, and I'm able to go and wipe him out because of it. But yeah, it's a that's a problem, and I think for them to I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm like I'm not like oh, what are you guys doing? Like I can't believe you're you know you're not fixing this. But this is a major problem that's going to affect competitive. Like that is going to affect whether somebody wins or loses games. That bug, and we're a month out from yeah. getting it fixed. I think it should be a higher priority. Yeah, I think so too, especially because there's going to be a lot of people playing Reinhardt and Doom Doomfist because he's had that both characters have made a made a showing in the Overwatch League, which is freaking huge, like right now, and a lot of people are watching, so or at least opening Twitch, <laughs> so they're catching some of it maybe. And oh yeah, I everybody mean, wants to play what the what the pros play. So I even I left my uh, I left my Twitch just running. So I can get the drops. <laughs> yep. I mean, I usually watch at least two games a day, if not three. But that third game, if I don't watch it, I definitely leave Twitch up. Yeah, I mean, I just have a tab open. So as soon as it starts, I just, you know, <laughs> I just have it open. So like, hey, might, might as well get those drops, right? Because I only watched a few games last week. Primarily the uh, the Fusion. Well, I watched one of the Fusion games. But I'm glad they, 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 went, they, they beat right. the week out. Our uh, buddy Hippo was trying to figure out how it actually worked and everything, and he's talking to Not Rob during the Omnic Lab game game night. And Rob guessed that if you had it muted, you wouldn't get points, but that someone debunked that. So I think it's a little wonky right now, but I don't think Twitch has ever done this before. So it's kind of a neat in in uh, endeavor that they're doing. Well, I well I have mine muted, and I definitely got the points. I, Twitch doesn't care if it's muted. Twitch doesn't even care if it's the active. They don't even care if it's the active. No, no, no. I mean, to to accumulate the Drops. in-game Overwatch points and all that. Yeah, like they don't care, though. They don't care if it's muted. They don't care if it's the active tab. They just want that viewership number because that's what they sell to advertisers. Yep. They sell I th- that and I think yeah. you're right. This was just what I was hearing. I think you're yeah. exactly right because I've had it muted at times. And I've got like 33, I believe, or 34 tokens so far just like you know and you know abc or nbc they don't care when you know if you walk away from commercials they don't care but they just want the viewership numbers they just need a bunch of people to be watching Grey's anatomy so that they can say hey this show gets this many viewers this is how much we're gonna charge for uh you know charge for for the show what's up high noon podcast Welcome yeah, we, everybody. We just got raided. Yeah, you guys are coming toward the end, so we're we're almost done here. But we're gonna stick around after the show, so we'll talk a little. Uh, but yeah, we like I said, we are going to close out here. Uh, what's going on with us, huh? Uh, oh yeah, prepare to attack. Moira episode is now out. That that is out. I put it out before the Bastion episode because let's be real, nobody's waiting for that Bastion episode. Oh. <laughs> full disclosure the the moira episode is the longest one we've ever done but it's the best one that i have ever pers- uh, personally done in in my collection and every bit of it is good information so check it out look at you blevins 
Yeah, so Moira, uh, that was a long episode, and I was looking for stuff to see if I should be cutting stuff out, and there was nothing to cut, guys. Like, honestly, Fu did an excellent job of breaking Moira down, so I think you guys will enjoy it, but it is available now on Prepared to Attack. Definitely check that out. Next week, we will have Bastion out, and that's it for now until Hero 27, a.k.a. Brigitte is available but even that's going to take some time like we're not going to have a prepare to attack episode out for brigitte for probably i'll say at least yeah, because a full like two months maybe uh, like, you know. at least um at least a month from when she hits competitive because it's just it's irresponsible to put out something immediately because you're kind of guessing at how she should be played instead of doing the proper the proper testing so our guys at wawa's boot camp like to like to give accurate information in the episodes, so yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't expect that too early. Not to mention, we got to get past her first uh, first wave of nerfs slash buffs when she gets released. So damn right. Yeah, don't want to uh, don't want to you know you know pull that one too early. So, but yeah, definitely check out Prepare to Attack. Uh, it will help you with Overwatch. Like it's been helping out the guys who I've been playing with recently. The new ones helping them out tremendously. Like. My my buddy Frank, like I said, he placed like low gold and immediately dropped down into silver, like into the 1700s. Listen to a couple episodes prepared to attack. He is now back up in like mid gold. Well, he was when nice. the season ended. So that, that definitely helped him out. I would definitely check it out, guys. Uh, also, for those who are not here for the live stream, we do stream every Tuesday at Eastern, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'd love to have you here to participate in the chat. We also want to hear about your Overwatch stories, so we're going to talk about our contact information here in a couple seconds. Uh, send those over to us. I have a PS4 club or PS4 community and an Xbox One club called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. We'd love to have you in there if you play console, so hopefully we can uh, get together and play one day. I didn't even finish my placements for PS4. I did finish my placements for Xbox, so I'm gonna, I think this season I'm going to make sure I do both. Uh, you have hopefully. to hit up uh, Totally Drunk when you do them because he plays on PlayStation also. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have to, I have to do that. It's it's rough, man. I, I streamed the PS4 one day. It's rough, like Bob saw. <laughs> yeah, so. I can't do it after that one free weekend. It was, like I've said before, it was the worst hour and a half of Overwatch I've ever played. You you had a you had a mechanical problem. That was the issue you had. Your problems were mechanical. Yeah, I went from run to crawl or roll. Maybe it was horrible. <laughs> Yeah, but we also have a Discord, like I mentioned earlier, which is discord.me slash mash. Those buttons would love to have you there if you listen to the show. And also, I always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a Facebook group that has a lot of uh, players from different platforms. So it doesn't matter, PC, PS4, Xbox, however you play, you can check out that group. They also keep up with Overwatch news and the dankest of the Overwatch memes. So check that out. Uh, we are available on multiple podcast platforms. You should, just, whether it be iOS or Android, you should just be able to check out your favorite podcast platform of choice, pop in Watchpoint Radio, and we will be there. If we are not, you can go to the Mash Those Buttons website and just grab the RSS feed. Links are available, like I said, right on the website. Uh, you can follow us at twitter.com slash Watchpoint Radio to keep up with us. You can also find Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, and youtube.com slash Mash Those Buttons. Bob, watch them where they can find you. You can find me at 
on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N underscore B O B. You can find me at Twitch uh, at Blazin Bob, but I haven't really been streaming a whole ton lately except on the weekends. So don't expect a whole lot during the week with the Overwatch League. And if you want to hear more about the Overwatch League, you can find me on the OWL Recap Podcast. That's it. All right. And you can find me on Twitch or Twitter at underscore Ja underscore. I stream on this channel sometimes. I'm going to try to stream more. Uh, actually, most of the streams I've been doing, obviously not like super high-level play. It's just kind of me dragging people who don't know how to play through the game. Like, okay, no, you want to do this. No, you don't want to do that. Please don't charge. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like job the babysitter. That's that's basically what <laughs> what it is some days, uh, but not others. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, check that out if you you know just you know follow this channel when it goes live. It's probably me. All right. So uh, you know, I, like I mentioned earlier, we would love to hear from you guys. We definitely encourage you to you know contact us with comments and questions. So you can email us at wpr at mashlessbuttons.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, you can comment on SoundCloud, you know, all that stuff. So uh, definitely reach out. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to help the show out, the best way to do that is to share it with others. And you can also uh, give us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. That is tremendous help. You want to take it a bit further, you can also subscribe to us on Twitch if you enjoy the streams here. Uh, you can. That, that's a tremendous help to us. We are a Twitch affiliate. Additionally, like I mentioned earlier, we have a Patreon, so it's patreon.com slash watchpointradio, and the Patreon will help us push our projects even further. Obviously, we have Watchpoint Radio, but we also prepare to attack. Uh, once I get back from China, I will be working on the next phase of that. Uh, I just did a Twitter poll asking people, what do you want? Do you want more Overwatch education? Or do you want like you know a good LFG? And the winner was actually Overwatch Education. So yes, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that surprised me a bit. I thought people would be more interested in LFG, but if they if you you want more Overwatch Education, we will make it so. Uh, but more details will be coming out on the next phase of Prepare to Attack within the next few months. Um. But yeah, that's the Patreon. So if you can help us out there, that's a tremendous help. Additionally, we do have a Teespring store. So it's teespring.com slash stores slash mash those buttons. And you can buy mash those buttons merch there. Like that great mug that Bob is, is using there. Can you show him the back of the mug, Bob? I don't know. We never show him the back of the mug. What does that say? It says, there it is. That's, that's the tagline for the show. The meta is not gospel. Never forget, because that's on the back of the shirts, too. You let everybody know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's, those are ways you can help support the podcast and matches buttons. And we appreciate everybody who has done so, so far. Thank you very much. I also encourage you guys to check out matchesbuttons.com slash shows where it has our list of other shows such as uh, Double Tap, which is a fighting game podcast. We have two World of Warcraft podcasts, The Torn and the Goblin and WoW Talk. And we have a Division podcast, which is uh, Sit Rep Radio. The Division's hot again, guys. Like I... If I couldn't see the numbers myself, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> the division is hot. So, um, yeah, check those out if you play any of those games. And we also have the MASHcast. I, I, I got to get that back into my vernacular here. 
<laughs> the mash cast we, we 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 just released a brand new episode yep. new episode hit on the way home from work today yeah today on tuesday when we talk about games as a service so definitely check that out we have a good time it's me nick from wow talk and throwing the goblin and christina and yo-yo yeah not I mean, yo-yo bob poco no pop tart no. pop tart there you go it's pop tart there know. you go <laughs> i i knew it after last time what i call her last time you called her fruit loop fruit loop and, that was it cream puff yeah <laughs> tried to think of something breakfasty oh yeah she says as long as you don't call her toaster strudel she'll be okay oh those were the best though yeah she hates them so <laughs> but they had a little 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 packet of sugar all right well off, yeah. off topic <laughs> off topic we'll talk about that after the stream <laughs> everybody else but uh, th- thank you very much for uh checking out the show uh enjoy your week in overwatch good luck in your placement matches which i recommend you do not do this week and we'll see you next week don't listen to jaw do them do them do it do it do it